Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything from what Niall gets up to, golfing, music, and pints of the pub, to Liam and Louis shenanigans, to Harry's acting chops, and his spectacularly quirky style. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 76th episode of Talk Direction. And we are reunited again. Ooh, I don't know what that sound was. A ghostly howl, I guess. Back to sitting on the floor of Kara's bedroom. Um, and I just drove back from school today. How was traffic? It was actually not that bad. There was like sometimes it got a little slow, but usually it takes me an hour and a half and I think it was like maybe an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, that's know. not bad at all. Yeah. But when did you get back? You've been here for a while. Yeah. Monday night, which is really surprising because usually on Thanksgiving breaks, I can only, I like always have Tuesday night classes, Mm -hmm. but my professor decided to cancel it. And I was like, God bless us, every single one of us. Um, And I was able to come back really early. So that was nice. I have soap all over my hands still. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) The soap was that soap. I just went to the bathroom. It's the soap that, like, is a bar. <laughs> it's a bar soap. <laughs> it's a bar soap. No, but it was a kind that, like, doesn't come off very yeah, easily. Yeah, it's cheap. So, like... We're cheapsters in this household. No, it's everywhere. Anyway. At least you're clean. Yes. Um, what was... What were you saying? Yeah, you got home early. But we... I bet... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> when Caitlin forgets how to speak. Okay, well, mark that off. When I got home from school... No, my school. That's what I'm trying to say. My school um, has has classes on Wednesday still. That's horrifying. I know. But my classes both ended up being canceled, but my one of my professors didn't tell us, so we Are you all kidding showed me? up. What is wrong with that? <laughs> and, like, I could have left so much earlier. I was so annoyed. He was like, it was in the syllabus. Um, yeah, but you didn't mention it on Monday when we all had class. Oh no God. one looks at the syllabus. Um, so... Now I've rubbed soap on your floor. <laughs> That's fine. It, my carpet needs to be cleaned. Um, so that was annoying. But I'm home, and we're here until I'm here until Sunday. So I don't know what we're gonna do, but I'm glad we're together again. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing for Thanksgiving, Kara? I'm just going over my aunt's house and having a normal Thanksgiving meal. I always wonder why people ask that because I feel like it's most people do the similar things, yeah, like just to have a Thanksgiving still, meal. It's nice to say. Are you just having it at your house? Yeah, and like none of my cousins are actually coming this year because oh. um, both of my cousins that usually come over, um, we only have like one family of people that eat has Thanksgiving with us usually because the rest are in Canada, um, but. Both of them are on hockey teams for their universities, and they have to be at their schools for, like, hockey stuff. So my aunt and uncle are, like, one's going one way and one's going oh, the dang. other. So it's just my fam fam, but I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like this chillness of it. So I'm excited about that. And then on Friday, it's your birthday, Kara. Mm-hmm. You're turning 22, ooh, ooh, which I put in the doc. <laughs> I'm excited for if we do, like, Patreon and we, people can read our doc for, to see, like, what... Oh, yeah. Because there's always these, like, weird comments in the doc. Mm-hmm. Um, we annotate it, if you will. Um, but, yeah. What are your plans? 
Um, be your B-day? Probably just going to sit home and stare at a wall and think about the passage <laughs> of time, really. Um, uh, I went out to eat with my friends at school um, to this really nice um, Mexican place, uh, but I have no plans here, and my mom's not off of work, and my brother's probably doing something, so I'll just probably Well, sit I'm alone. here. We can do okay, something. Okay, yeah. We could maybe, like, go thrifting or something. We'll have a day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I left part of your birthday gift at school, which I was so annoyed Dang. about, because, like, I purposely put it on the floor to bring with me, and then I left it. It's all good. I was so annoyed. But... I have half of it. Um, the other thing we want to say, well, first of all, my sister is also sitting in the room with us here because my family is not all at home. None of them are home actually right now. They're all doing things. And she would either be home alone or have to go grocery shopping with my dad. <laughs> so then she didn't want to be alone. So I brought her here to Kara's house and she's doing psychology work. So it's Rebecca and she's <laughs> going to be listening to this. Um, Hopefully there won't be any audience effects uh, for the psych. You'll just hear some like nice um, like <laughs> clicking. T- yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. ASMR in the background. Yeah. Um. Uh, what else was? Oh yeah, we got this beautiful letter in the mail from Sophie, who we talked about last week as well, and she's one of this our. This is just a Sophie podcast. It, it at this honestly point. I love is. It. She's the best. Um, and she sent us this card in the mail with all this, first of all, the, the card was so beautiful and we're going to put a picture up on our Instagram. She decorated with all these like cute, beautiful, like little, um, what are those like puffy stickers and they're like unicorns and rainbows or, and clouds and just very Harry's soul. Yes. So beautifully decorated. Her handwriting is like I know. I literally am obsessed with your handwriting, Sophie. I like can't stop looking at it. Just like so like perfect and neat and just... And then inside, there are three little One Direction buttons. One has, like, their poster Take from Take mm-hmm. Me Home where they're climbing on top of the telephone booth. Another one says, live while we're young. And the last one is... Like, oh, this is a button, too, though. Oh, yeah. This one says, I heart Liam, Harry, Niall, Louie, and Zane. And then this one says, One Direction, it's them back, looks like... Um, up all night era. Oh, so cute. And then she Harry's sent, in a blazer, that's how you know. Yeah. And then these, like, cute little... They look like Christmas ornaments, maybe. They're, like, each of the boys in, like, small cardboard papery, like, that nice, like, cardstock paper form. And they look like you can hang them on their tree. So we're deciding how we're going to divvy it up. <laughs> Caitlin was like, oh, I'm going to get uh, Harry and you can have um, <laughs> Liam and Zane. <laughs> No, I didn't say that. That was you, Kara. Oh. <laughs> um, and then we got this cute little card with this really cool looking dude on it. It's like Harry in the future. So <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Elvis if he was still around. Yeah. Um, and she wrote us a really beautiful message and it just looks really pretty oh, on the God, inside. I can't get over how nice your handwriting is. Like, I'm honestly obsessed. And it's like perfectly like in straight lines. Like I can I never know. write in straight lines. I would have had to like practice this out like so much. Like there's no mess ups. I know. It's just crazy. And it's like in pen or marker. Wow. And your heart is so good. What the heck? Beautiful, Sophie. Thank, thank you so much for this. This was so, so nice to yeah. come home to. You're the best. Um, we're going to do another listener spotlight this week, and this is where we find out more about you guys. Um, and this one comes from RexMags12 on Tumblr, and they said, Hello, my name is Lily, and I'm from Illinois. So when One Direction was formed, I was seven years old and didn't have a phone or computer, sadly, so I couldn't obsess 
over the boys until later in my life, but I do remember Up All Night coming out and I listened to it. I was at the point where I knew their first and last names and knew that Niall was Irish, but I wasn't obsessed quite yet. Then Take Me Home came out and I listened to the whole thing in one sitting and loved it. I started to get into it and then before I knew it, it was hit... I was hit with best song ever. I was running around showing everyone and I couldn't want wait for the album. I waited all night for it and at this point I was obsessed and now my friends and I are head over heels obsessed with 1D. I'm most excited for their first concert back because I cannot wait for the look on their faces when they see thousands of fans that have waited the whole hiatus. God knows how long it will be for this moment. Oh, and also what they will be wearing when they come back. And also for Freddie to have an Instagram. <laughs> TBH, I'm excited for anything 1D related. My favorite moment of 1D is literally any time they are happy. It could be them sitting on a couch, I don't care. But they're, when they, but if they're happy, then I'm happy. But a good moment for me was 1D day. Prime time. Okay, I'm done now. Haha. <laughs> Bye. Love you guys. Smiley, smiley. Um, this was so, so nice. And we actually read this one on the deleted episode. Uh. <laughs> and then now we're rereading it again. Because yep. it was just so, so cute. And uh, so she was seven when... They were formed. So 2010. So she's like 12, 13 now? Mm-hmm. That's insane. I know. I, I said this in the last one, but like I had a crisis when you said you were seven when they um were formed. And I just... Wow. Really age is punching me in the face. <laughs> A you're lot. only 22, Kara. I mean, yeah, but... Well, you're 21. But it, like, feels like now I'm in my 20s, you know? Because yeah. when you're 21, you're 21, but when you're 22, like, you're in your 20s. And uh-huh. I'm just like, please don't do this to me. <laughs> yes. Um, but I really loved all the things that she I said. I know. Especially, like, my favorite moment of 1D is literally anytime they're happy. They can like, sit on a couch. Literally, put them... Throw them all on a couch. One tiny couch. Yep. One chair, honestly. Where they have to overlap. Um, I, I also liked, I can't wait to see what they'll be wearing when they so come back. True. Because, like, who knows? Like, also, if time passes, we know their styles change. Like, we've talked about their changing styles a lot. So, like, I don't know what each of them will be wearing um, and how... Like, Louis living in the U.S. for a lot of the time now, like, the U.S. style is different from the British style. And, like, that might change things. I don't really know. Um, but I'm... Like, I'm what's Harry going to be wearing? Like, is he... I know. I don't even know. Like, He's disappeared. Off the face of the earth. Where is he? Space. We honestly, God knows. That's one of our news stories and we'll get there. Okay. Um, in space. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Okay. So when I saw Fantastic Beasts today, there was a, um, a poster for a movie that said, um, wait, what was it called? Um, spaces, um, these spaces between us. (gasps) I was like, oh my God. Like, oh. Are they going to use spaces? They definitely should. I mean, it's about actual space, but like, I feel like they should use it. Yeah, Honestly. it's like, wow, I should have taken a picture of it. That would have been cool. Um, so our first news story today. Thank you for writing in, by the way. Um, yeah. Lily. We would love everyone else to write in and answer the questions. We've stuck them, I think, on our Instagram and our Twitter and our Tumblr. Yeah, just, you know, so we can get to know you guys. Um, but going into news, our first news story, which is one we haven't prepared for, <laughs> which is just Niall's lyric video for this town. Um, cause we just watched it before and we wanted to talk about it. What did you think of the video, Kara? Wait, let me actually preface it that Niall <laughs> released this today. He, last night he said, um, I have a little something special for you. And he like posted a cute little, like 10 second clip of like a part of the lyric video. Um, and for those who don't know, lyric videos are like, they're not music videos with the people, but usually like they, 
they have like creative ways to write the lyrics of a song like maybe there'd be a couple doodles um a lot of times they come out before music videos come yeah. out um and they're usually like cartoon-esque um so this was what it was and i was excited at first though when i saw that tweet i was like oh my god like what if it's a new song um but lyric video is still really cute and i'm glad we got this um and it was out today and so we've just watched it what did you think Kara? I thought it was really cute. I think it really, really fit with the vibe of the song. Um, I was trying to like, figure out why he would release it now. I think that it, uh, this town is climbing back up on the charts because since he um, performed in the AMAs. Yeah. So I think that's probably another way to like get it to um, you know climb up the chart- charts even more. So that makes sense, I guess. Um, but I feel like... I don't know. I kind of wish he released this before he released um, the music video. But I guess... I don't know. It doesn't really make sense timeline-wise. But... I thought it was really cute, and I liked the doodles, and I liked how it was very, um, it was very tailored to Niall, especially, mm-hmm. like, with the golf and the guitar, and, like, the Mollinger, um, Mollingar, I don't know, um, like, uh, you know, little, like, you know, what's it called? Town? No, I was trying to say, like, the little, um, Emblem? my brain is not working. No, like, <laughs> little, okay, whatever, who cares? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, though. Um, like, little, like, nods to it, that's what oh. I was trying to say. Yeah, I really love that too, and and the um the transitions were great. All I thought all the transitions from one thing to the next when like the guitar turned into the golf yeah it was like really flag um when the butterflies appeared like it was just in the in the golf ball being a heart. There were a lot of really cute, delicate, pretty things, and I love that it was like all black and white and just like mm-hmm. outline e. Um, I thought that was really pretty. So good job, Niall. I wonder who like um, drew it. I know like, they probably put credit somewhere, but I think they yeah. did a really good job. They must have like either. I wonder if Niall um, had any say in it because I feel like, or like if the person like really knew Niall mm-hmm. and like to add the. Yeah, stuff in I it. don't know. I feel Although like you'd you... want some say in it, yeah. but like. But I feel like if you looked at Niall's um, any uh, like Twitter or anything, you yeah, like you'd for two seconds golf. you know that he likes golf. golf. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was really cute. Yeah, it was really cute. Um, getting into AMA stuff, and there's a lot of it, so I've just like sort of chunked this off as a big thing, and we're gonna work through all the AMAs. Did you watch the AMAs live, Kara? I watched part of it, um, but then I had to stop because I had to do um, an essay, and also they played s- the stupid song closer, and I was like, I can't listen to this anymore. <laughs> I really can't, so I had to shut it off. Uh-huh. And just didn't go back. Because I was like, they're playing songs that, like, I've heard too many times, like, already. Mm-hmm. So I, like, just can't care. Yeah. I was studying for an exam, so I didn't get to watch it, which was sad. But I did watch, like, clips of Niles. it afterwards. Um, and the AMAs are the American Music Awards. And they're fan-voted, I think? I don't know. I mean, like, I, I think... never really know It's, like, fan-voted in quotes, because I think that they can, like, ch- like override the fan-votes yeah. and give it to, like, whoever's at the ceremony. Yeah. And it's, like, creepy, because... I mean, not creepy, but it's just, like, sketchy to me that it's, like, not actually fan-voted. Right. Well, it was on Sunday. <laughs> um, and so, before, um, leading up to the AMA performance, Niall was, like, posting pictures on, on Instagram of him rehearsing for it, and there was this one picture... Oh my god, like ...that he posted that, like, literally... It's on Instagram. It's him singing into the mic. His eyes are, like, shut. He's in the moment. He's playing his guitar. The lighting is just very, like, warm and autumnal feeling. It looks very, like old like it could have been like a film photograph almost yeah it's oh it's just so gorgeous and Kara, so what did good. you send me you like you were like oh my god on like on instagram oh yeah like, i mean i can't repeat what i said it was um <laughs> explicitive or whatever it's called there were swears in it um but i'm just saying like it's it's a beautiful time and um wow 
Yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I wonder if, like, um, you know his in-ear? I wonder if it's anything special. Oh, I can't really see yeah, anything. because he had, like, the Irish flag. Yeah. Before. I don't know. It's black and white, and there's some little doodle on it in white. Maybe it's, like, that little sheep thing for Derby or whatever. Darby. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just, like, such a good look. Everyone go look at it, honestly. Just, whew. Like, he, I feel like the, um, he looks so different here with the yeah. brown hair and, like, the scruff. It's just, like, wow, he, like, definitely aged. Like He's, he like, can, a man now. Yeah, he really has just... <laughs> Well, um, and I was thinking even like, oh, I had a paper cut. It is really hurting no. my finger. Um, I'm like talking too much about things going on with my hands today. Um, but I really thought this picture, like if this embodied the album, like the flavor of the album, mm-hmm. I just, I feel like this, he's just like with this guitar, a t-shirt. It's got like the warm, like old lighting. It seems very like acoustic, um, feel just so like simple. I just would really like this photo I know. To, to embody the album I if know. I could pick God. one. And he looks stunning. That jawline, that his profile. Nose. Yeah, his nose. So true. The light coming from behind his hair. Wow, an angel among us. Literally. Um, so then he went to the AMAs. And there's a lot to discuss, but we're going to start with the red carpet outfit um, from Niall. He's wearing Paul Smith, and he said in a lot of the interviews on the red carpet... Um, that he likes Paul Smith because, um, he always makes suits, like, a little bit differently, not just, like, (laughs) black or blue, but, um, so Niall's wearing this nice checkered, um, gray suit with, like, white checks. He's got some brown shoes on that look really snazzy. He's got a white shirt sort of opened. So that, you know, um, chest hair. Chest hair popping out. (laughs) A cute little white pocket square. Um, some fancy glasses, like the turtle shell brownie ones. How um, weird is it that, like, pocket squares are, like, a, like, a dressy thing? Like, how <laughs> weird know. is it that it's, like, a part of, like, culture for menswear? It's very strange. Um, but I have a picture here of, like, um, hit, uh, Nile at the AMAs, uh, 2015 versus 2016. And, like, I would recommend going looking this up because I didn't realize, I was like, oh, he didn't change that much. But, like, look at that. His that hair is, is very dramatic. It's wild. His hair is so different. It was, like, almost platinum blonde. And he, now like, it's is like wearing this deep, like, caramel brown. Yeah, and also he has scruff. He was yeah. had no scruff. Like, the no. The scruff really makes a difference because Nile was, like, scruff free for so long. Yeah, and I think, like, only after, like, One Direction went on hiatus yeah. was. Um, but I was like, oh, I feel like he looks the exact same that he did last year. And then I saw this, I was like, oh, what the heck? Because I was like, oh, the glasses, like, he looks exactly yeah. the same. But, like, this is the first time we saw glasses, like, a year ago today. Um, and I was just like, wow, like, we have come a long way. And I just feel like he looks so dapper. Like, yeah. it, it, he really looks so good. And the I glasses the just, suit. I feel like he really suits glasses. It's yeah. such a nice accessory. Yeah. The suit with the brown shoes, too. Is <sighs> yeah. Like, very like, the gray nice. is very nice. Well done. I know. And, like, the brown in his glasses and the brown in his shoes, like, mm-hmm. it snaps all ties to you um, and this was the first time Niall was walking the red carpet alone. So, like, rather than, like, five boys being interviewed or four of them being interviewed at once, it was just Niall. Um, and I wanted to go over some of the things. Did you watch any of the red carpet interviews? No, but I saw some gifts, so basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, one of the things was he was asked if he, like, brought a date to the thing. And Niall was saying that he had asked Louie to come. He texted Louie oh! to, like, if he wanted to come to the show. But, like, he was like, yeah. He didn't really respond. I saw that Louie was, like, out partying in, like, Vegas or oh something. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, 
why? When Niall, like, I feel like Niall, like, is such an open book that he literally oh. just, like, will just say anything. I can't imagine him, like, lying because he truly just says what he is, like, on his mind. Also, Louis, what the heck? I know. Stupid Louis. I would have loved to see Louis. And also because, like, Louis would be there supporting Niall. Oh, my God. Like, but then he would have, like, like, seen Zane because, oh. like... Yeah. yeah. Well, I I just could imagine like if Louis walked the red carpet with Niall and like was both a proud of him and like yeah. being like as proud of his boy and then also dressed up. Um no, but yes. Oh. <laughs> dressed up. Um but also like being annoying like and teasing and you like getting involved yeah. in the interviews and like pushing Niall around a bit cuz like Niall's like the little brother and Louis's like the older brother and you know, you have to put him in your place sometimes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I wish that had happened. Dang. <laughs> we can imagine it in our heads that it did. Isn't it weird? Because, like, sometimes I'm, like, I don't know. This feels, like, almost, like, it's, like, a fic. The fact that Niall would, like, text Louie and he didn't respond, like, this angst. You know what I mean? I'm, like, this is unrealistic. <laughs> I would never text Louie to ask him to come on the red carpet. And then it's, like, happens in real I life. Know. And I'm just, like, this is depressing. I hope someone writes a story about this. No, because it makes it happy and makes Louie go. <laughs> oh, yeah. That but I feel like Niall does... Like, maybe it's good that he's, like, you know, doesn't have his training wheels, because, like, and doesn't have, like, Louie to, like, fall back on, and he has to, like, really go in his own solo way. Yeah, because he did really, really well. He handled himself so well on the red carpet. I know. He's just, like, if anyone... I feel like he is just doing great for himself, and I'm just really proud of his just, like... I feel like he's just, like, a casual lad who just goes around and is just... I don't know. Because the fact that he just, like, casually talks about this, too, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like... I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I'm saying, but I'm just, like, he's wow. He's down to earth and real with us. He is. He's, like, maybe a little too real that it's, like, kind of <laughs> uncomfortable. Like, please just, like, pretend that you and Louis are texting back and forth. Um... But um, maybe he I don't know if it was Simon. like he purposely ignored him or whatever. But I'm sure he gets I, a he lots like, of texts every day. I think day. he like texted him like maybe last minute. I don't know. I have to rewatch the interview, but mm-hmm. it was something. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, and also these interviews can always be like really cringy because like mm-hmm. when they're red carpet interviews, you're just like going down the line and you can't really control what the people ask and like it's not like set up so like. The interviewer can ask weird questions and, like, make it awkward or, like, the person being interviewed might be, like, flustered and nervous because they're just going from one interview to the next. Yeah. But Niall really, like, made it easier to watch. Um, there was only one question where they asked about, like, how much money he makes or because he was on the... It was It was because he was on, like, the Forbes, like... Oh. Like, highest paid under 30 or whatever it was. And, like... They were like, how does that feel to, like, whatever? And Niall was, like, super, like, didn't want to talk about it. I mean, that's, it. like, basically, like, a uh, courtesy rule of society I number know. one. Don't ask people how much they make. Like, come on, man. Niall fell back on that on Classic, which was, it was awkward. What? He was like, what? Where are they keeping this money from me? Oh, my whatever. God. Classic. <laughs> we're like, uh, I've never heard of those numbers. Someone must be doing something. And, like, clearly he wanted to move on. And yeah. Then, like, she asked God. again or something. Oh, my God. It was a little awkward. But that was the only awkward moment. Um, so, the, the, of course, they were asking about Zane because Zane also went to the AMAs. Um, and, like, that was a thing. But I really think the people who did ask about Zane, the ones that I saw, meanwhile, I only watched, like, three or four interviews. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many there are out there. Um, but they did it in, like, not in a set it up as a, like, a power dynamic thing. Um, it was very, like, oh, so you're, like, Zane's here. And, like, it was, like, assumed support oh. rather than, like, assumed fight tension. It was, like, That's yeah, you've got one of your bandmates here. Like, even though they obviously know Zane isn't in the band anymore. Um, 
So I thought that was pretty good. And Niall was like, yeah, I haven't spoken to him or seen him in a couple months. So like, I'm excited to bump into him. Who knows what the truth is? Like how long yeah. we've actually seen each other or whatever. But, um, I mean like couple of months is yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> a year and, yeah. um, but I think that was good. Like the way that was talked about. Cause like, they can't really not ask about that because like, it's such a, yeah, like apparent thing. Um, but it was done respectfully. Um, they also talked about what Niall, about each of the boys going solo and, like, the hiatus stuff. Um, but one of the ones that I thought was interesting was when Niall talked about what each of the boys would do on the hiatus. Or, like, each of their music style. Mm. And he was saying that, like, he always loved the acoustic things that One Direction did. Um, that's, like, sort of where he's taking his music, which we sort of know, but it's, like, nice to get that confirmation again. Um, he was saying Liam always liked the more, the things with, like, the more beats. I don't know his wording, <laughs> but he was saying, which we can again see from, like, the music Liam's sort of going into, and he said Harry always liked the rockier stuff. Hmm. So, like, that's sort of insight into Harry, I think, mostly, um, because we, we've heard stuff from Liam and Niall now, but nothing from Harry solo music. We don't know if Harry's going to continue to do rocky stuff when he goes solo, because um, we've also seen on Made in the AM, he did Olivia, and that's, like, been one of the things we associate with Harry and, like, his style and what he could do is something that sounds more like Olivia. Um, so, I don't really know. Do you have thoughts on that? Um, not really, and I feel bad because you were taking a sip of water, but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if this is, like, he's coming from, um, this is Niall coming from a place, like, of what he knows, like, from working with them on Made in the AM, or mm-hmm. from, like, if they've talked about their solo stuff. Probably the earlier. Like, the stuff that he's, like, already known. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they talked while they were... I, I don't know, maybe they haven't talked since, like, Made in the AM, but I'm. they must have talked about, like, what... they You know what each song's yeah. people are your favorites, yeah. and what styles you're into, and if they went... I'm sure they talked about that type of stuff. Um, but who knows, like, what it is now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um... And Zayn didn't walk the red carpet, so we didn't really get into any interviews there, which I feel like is kind of a good thing, not only for his anxiety, which I think could have been something that he didn't want to walk the red carpet for, because, like, everyone interviewing you, like, and asking you things you might not want to answer is really stressful, I can imagine. Um, but, and also, like, <laughs> I feel like they would have asked about Niall being there, and I don't know what his answer would be yeah. compared to Niall's answer, so um, we didn't get that stuff. Um, but then Naya performed This Town, um, at the AMAs, and do you want to describe his outfit here? I honestly feel like when he wears a vest, he really just looks like, um, you know, what your boyfriend would wear, like, when you're taking him to meet your grandma for the first time, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just, I just, that's what the vibes I get from him. Uh-huh. Yeah, I really like it. He's got, like, is it blue jeans or black jeans or, like, dark blue? And, like, this white shirt with the brown vest over. Like, he looks very Irish, too, to yeah, me. I really love his outfit. It's so cute. It's it so, really like, is. quaint. And he it does wear vests fairly often, it, it, like, for performances. I think it's I just, think. like, his performance, like, yeah, attire go now. Go-to. Yeah. Um, his lucky then, vest. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, the set of it is um, this, like, carpet thing. I think it's just, like... A large carpet. There's a bunch of carpets. I saw, like, the top part. There's so many. I'm just like, carpets are expensive. Like, give me one for my apartment, (laughs) man. Um, And then it has orange, like, backlighting. And I like this color. But it reminded me so much of 
some of the sets they've done for some of the One Direction shows, namely when One Direction performed History on James Corden, they had like a carpet that looked just like this with the orange lights in the background. That's what I thought because I was like, oh, I feel like I've seen these carpets before. So yeah, yeah. that must be it. And I'm thinking maybe one D-Day, they also had a carpet there. I'm trying <laughs> to remember, but huh. um, I know the James Corden one looked very much like this. Um, how did you think his performance was? I thought it was good. I, I, um, I think that they added like a, a bit more uh like instrumentals in the background like to make it like more i don't know like upbeat a little mm-hmm. bit i i don't know if oh, you didn't noticed notice, that no. I, maybe i, I, I sort just... of like listened while i was distracted okay but... yeah i don't know maybe i'm just like i haven't listened to this town the like the not album version but you know the mm-hmm. one on itunes in a long while like a long time so maybe i'm getting confused but i feel like it was a little more exciting if you will like mm-hmm. i just feel like they added some new stuff and i liked it so yeah me too um it's just like a good solid song to sing and it seemed like I saw some reactions of, like, other people who are at the show commenting on it and liking it, so mm-hmm. um, that's good. Also, what was with them, like, always panning to audience members that weren't famous? I really... I don't that bugged me so know, much. No, and I really hate it because none of them knew the lyrics to any of the songs that, like, <laughs> I saw. So I'm horrible. Just, God. I was like, I don't care about watching these people. Yeah, I know. Please put the camera in front of someone famous so I can watch their reaction, honestly. Put Zane on. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> A duo um. camera, like, on <laughs> yes, Zane and on. Screen. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been what the people wanted. Um, and this town now has climbed the charts uh, to number six on the U.S. iTunes charts. I don't know how it is everywhere else, um, but I thought that was nice. I mean, that usually happens after award shows. Yeah. Like, all the songs that were sung live get... That's pretty high up. up, though. Yeah, I know. I don't know what it is today, but that's what it was yesterday when mm. I was making this. Um, so I'm very proud of Niall, and I'm glad that, like, it seems like this is introducing, like, the U.S our audience to it more because like i guess it has been playing on radio but i've never heard it oh i heard it just today and i've heard it a bunch of times actually. so i'm i'm wondering then i'm gonna have to start listening to the radio i guess it's doing well on radio yeah um but i'm happy for him then niall also met with sean mendez and hung out backstage sean mendez performed he did like a mashup between two of his songs um and they were backstage together and both of them posted photos or like media on um (laughs) instagram (laughs) niles was a picture of him with his arm thrown around uh sean and he's still in his red carpet outfit so i'm assuming this was before the show maybe does he change back i don't know how it works um but niall captured it me and the boy top lad no idea why my sunglasses are on my shirt at Sean Mendes. I don't know what that even means, <laughs> Niall. I feel like that's like the um have you seen that meme where it's like, oh, I told Billy to get on the floor and he did, like wild loud. Like I just feel like I don't um, get that. Okay, but it's just like why is he like acting like sunglasses on his shirt? Is, like the most know. wild thing that he could possibly do. It's very strange. But I like this pic. They're so cute. Yeah, it is cute. I'm glad they're becoming friends because it was all that like they need to write a song together. Mm-hmm. They need to write a song together. Um, and then Sean posted a clip on his Instagram of him and Niall singing Sean's song, Mercy, and Niall was doing all the harmonies for it, and they were just, like, having a little jam sesh, um, and I'm very jealous of people who can just, like, throw out a harmony. I know, like, right? Niall wouldn't have, like, studied up on this. Like, he just popped it out, and I can't do that. Um, Rebecca, who's sitting in the background, can. <laughs> She's a pro at finding harmonies. But I really love that video. Did you like it? I thought it was a weird dream that I had because I was like, oh, did I see this in real life? And then I was like, I don't think I saw it because I didn't see it anywhere like else. So uh, 
Um, you have to rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch <laughs> it because I think I watched. Was this a dream? Must have watched when I was like really tired or it something. It honestly was a dream though. Um, I want them to do like a collab now. I yeah. would really like. I feel like Sean and Niall could do a good duo or like songwriting thing or whatever it is. I know, and I feel like a lot of people. I what if they did a duet? Like I feel like there's not many like two men doing duets these days yeah they should do that bring it back i don't know where they went (laughs) but just bring them to me (laughs) and like is there probably enough time to throw another song on the album might as well just throw one out who cares and and niall was saying he was in one of the interviews he was trying to make like a 10 to 12 song album which is no niall 15 at least at least 15 plus three bonus yeah (laughs) so sean and him need to do a duet and get on that and then i went and watched like a whole bunch of sean's like videos and was listening to his songs and like sean's slightly younger than us so like Mm -hmm. and he we were already way into 1d when he was coming up like coming up and coming (laughs) um so we didn't really get into him, I guess, or like I wasn't really into him. I know one of my he's like the is. the like thing these days, yeah. like for like because One Direction kind of or- yeah, or like even like younger because I know that mm-hmm. one of my friends like younger sisters who's I have no idea how old she is, maybe twelve, is like really into Shawn Mendes and has a sweatshirt that's like my boyfriend is Shawn Mendes. And, yeah, like, so like he's like the hot thing these yeah. days. So because Justin Bieber is like I feel like an older crowd now. Right. So this is like you know the new yeah because it's like who will move in after One D and who's yeah. gonna move in like who um comes but but i think that could help nile with like us yeah, yeah. fan stuff mm-hmm. if they did a collab because um, he's really big in the u.s now um nile also bumped into selena gomez at the award show um and i know they've been friends for a number of years and i think i feel like he tweeted maybe when her album came out or something something and they've shown support for each other on social media um and she gave a really really beautiful speech um about mental health and like her own struggles that she's had um at the amas did you see that Mm -hmm. um and then there was pictures of him like hugging her i don't know at what point in the show apparently someone said that he said she did really well actually it was she did good or you did good or you did so good but i didn't like that grammar so (laughs) i don't know what it actually was um but on on twitter um niall also tweeted after the amas just watching the show back from last night really great show loved it love to love to selena for the speech brave young woman (laughs) which (laughs) this is just I know you had a lot of thoughts on this, Kara. Besides the fact that he's being supportive of yeah. Selena. And, like, re- like really, it was a beautiful thing to say. I just feel like brave young woman <laughs> is such a weird thing to say to someone who's literally your age. Like, dude, what? Isn't she older than him? Might be. I just feel like... And anyway, that's such a like, weird, like, uncle thing to say. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, Sounds like a wh- dad. Like, I know. Uh, but I mean, like, good on him for showing support. But. Yeah. I really like that. Um, brave young woman. Yes, Selena. She honestly is. I've said honestly. I keep saying it, and I keep hearing myself say it, like, so many times. I mean, at least you're being honest. I'm really annoyed at myself. (laughs) Um, And then also, Niall tweeted, "Um, amazing night at the AMAs. Thank you for having me, as per usual. Appreciate it. Now let's have a drink. Um, So Zayn was also there, and he was nominated for Best New Artist, and he won Best New Artist, which we, uh, last week we said that Shawn Mendes was up to win. Um, but Zane swept in there, and his speech, I will read the transcript. Um, wow. One with just my name on it, pointing to the award. 
It's been a crazy year. I can't thank the people that have been with me every day for the past year enough. To this very point, to be standing on this stage is crazy. My family, my mom, my dad, everybody in my family that's been supportive of me for this past year, especially my dad. So thank you, dad. Um, Shout out to all the dads out there. <laughs> um, and also a big, big, big thank you to you guys. You guys are sick. Didn't expect anybody to still vote for me. So thank you for voting for me. And I'll put it on my fireplace. Oh. Thank you. Um, so I thought that was a nice speech when I watched it. But then I <laughs> was like looking up the things on Twitter to plan this. Um, and everyone was like, he was throwing shade at One Direction. Did you read this at all? Yeah, some people shade? were really, really mad um, about it. But I was like, I just feel like he had to make a joke about One Direction, you know? And I don't think he was degrading them at all. I think he was just kind of being like, that was my past. And like, this is where I am now. Like, he had to acknowledge it mm-hmm. some way. Um, and I think that like, he did it in just like a very, I, I mean, I took it as very neutral. Like, I was like, okay, this is kind of just like, sort of like an awkward joke that it's like, I don't know if it like completely landed, but it definitely was, I feel like something that he probably thought a lot about. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like he probably thought about like, how to like, uh, start uh-huh. his speech. Um, I mean, I didn't take it as like, a, yeah, I, I didn't know. think it was shade at all. I like when you, I, I could picture like Harry saying that, like, what, just my name on it? Like, you know, yeah. just like oh, like, I'm not used to this, this is different, this is weird, not like, oh, I'm glad I have just my name, or, yeah, like, some I other don't think weird it was, shade. Yeah, exactly. But people like to make a big deal out of things. And we're not afraid to say when we, like, call people out on this yeah. show. I really didn't think it was anything. Oh, yeah, for me personally, I was just like, eh, okay, Zayn, like, do whatever. Like, I didn't take it yeah. offensively or whatever, but I know some people were just, like, upset about it. Mm-hmm. I really like that he thanked his dad and like we've talked he talks a lot about like his parents support yeah. and like how um, especially with his dad he feels like he wants to make him proud mm-hmm. um, and like his mom he knows he's always going to make proud but with his dad he feels like he like really has to strive for it and I thought that was just nice. Um, what did you think of his outfit slash can you describe his outfit? Um, I mean I nothing really stands out to me. I'm kind of disappointed in this, to be honest. I have to say, um, I feel like it's kind of weird that Niall kind of like uh, was more bold with his outfit choices than Zane because it's just kind of like black slacks, a black t-shirt, and like a navy blue blazer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I think that he could have done something cooler. Is my personal opinion. I just like want like the the Zane who was like wearing a cool robot arm. You know, like mm-hmm. I just feel like I want him to do that kind of stuff constantly and consistently. Mm-hmm. I don't mind this outfit. I like it. I think he. I mean, anything Zane wears is gonna look. Good. Yeah, and, and his like, hair looks, he looks good. Very sleek. Um, but yeah, I do know what you're saying. Like when we saw him go to like the fashion shows where he like really wore some interesting clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was still a good look. He's got some bracelet thing going on. Oh, yeah. Um, that looks cool. Um, and then also his hair. So I know you um, you t- DM'd me about this hair look, and I didn't respond to you because I wanted to talk about it on the show. So he's done this hair look where, like, um, you know when guys do sort of, like, shave the sides of their hair down? Yeah, fade. A fade. Um, so he's done, like, a fade on one side and, like, kept it long on the other. But as, like, it wraps around back... I did not realize he did this <laughs> until <laughs> it, I saw these pictures. Uh, right now? Yeah. I only saw the front. And I was like, oh, I like the front part. Oh. Yeah, well, it goes from... This is the picture you sent me, though. What? Oh, whoops. In the DM. I don't remember doing that. <laughs> it, it must have... Because you sent me the article, so it, like, popped up as, like, the preview picture of the Don't article. remember sending you an article. Okay. That's where I got this picture. Okay. But you sent me a DM with what? an uh, article attached okay. and said, not really digging this or something. 
am I okay? Like, <laughs> what is wrong with me? Why don't I remember Sean and Niall? Like, am I literally going... <sighs> okay, keep talking. Anyway. I, I need to, like, <laughs> so when get you, my life. So, like, one half is, like, shaved on the side or fade or whatever the hell the word is. And the other half is, like, more longer. Um, but as it wraps around the side, it goes, like, on this diagonal of, like, shaved to long. So, yeah. it's, like, this sort of, like, diagonal line across the back of his hair. Um... And, I mean, I kind of like it. I mean, the back looks a little weird with the diagonal line. But, like, you do get, like, both the shave side, which looks incredible, and the, like, sort of long muscle, muscle, what am I trying to say? What? Muscled? Or, like, no, tousled? Tousled? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what the word was. Like, messed up. Um, Like, sort of rough, ruffian (laughs) hair on the other side. It's just, like, you get the best of both worlds. Um, It's like a Hannah Montana thing. Like, he's you know sort of like a mullet except from front and back it's side and side um maybe that's why i don't like it because it reminds me of a mullet so do you have any other thoughts on this hair look i really like the top i think that it's i think that it's like almost quiffy except it's like you know messy artful yeah and i really like that i kind of wish he had both shaved sides though Mm -hmm. that's my opinion opinion um, okay, and finally, of course we were going to talk about it, the handshake that happened between Niall and Zane. So, we said that Niall was going, looking forward to seeing Zane after not seeing him for a long time. We never got to hear from Zane. Um, but as these award shows go, like, the celebrities end up walking around during commercial breaks, or, like, after they're on stage going back to their seat, or yada, yada, yada. Um, and at one point, Niall was passing Zane's seat. Zane sat in, like, the front row, um, and he's passing Zane's seat, and he reaches out his hand and gives Zane a handshake. Um, and now, did you watch the gift to this, Kara? I saw the video, and I, because I had only, yeah, I'd only seen the, um, like, photos at first, and I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, how cute, like, they had a little moment. But then I saw the video, and it was straight up, like, less than a second. Like, it was, like, as he was walking, he, like, grasped his hand and then walked away. He, like, stole Zane's hand out of his lap. Yeah. (laughs) Now, Zane was not looking at Niall as he walked down. I feel like he He probably, like, It was, like, he, like, didn't, he didn't, I don't know if he was purposely, like, I don't want to, like, talk to Niall, but, like, I, 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 I don't, also like, don't discomfort. know what we're doing. Yeah. Like, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I'm going to pretend I don't me. see him. Me. Very <laughs> me. This is, like, why I related to Zane most when he was in One Direction, but still. It's like, no. I don't really know what to do, but Niall, like, literally just got his hand in there, reached out, shook his hand, and it was, like, a, it was, like, a pass-by shake. Um, just two ships in the night, you know? <laughs> yeah. If I was Zane and if I didn't want to talk to him, I would have, like, hidden under my seat, honestly. Like, like I would have gone all out. I The things that I have done to avoid people have been atrocious. Um, but I really appreciated that Niall yeah. made this effort. Because God knows if they've, like, literally talked. Since, I don't like, think so. This kind of so makes it pretty apparent ago. that, like, yeah. it kind of makes me sad more than anything. Like, yeah. I don't know, because it just, like... I'm glad that Niall did this, and I, like yeah. Niall's a better person than I am, because I would Niall's in no way would do that. Niall's the best person. But I'm glad that he did that, um, and I'm glad that it was in full view of everyone. <laughs> I wonder if they talked afterwards. Probably not, because they all have their own little worlds to Who be knows? in. But you can imagine they did. Yeah, but I'm glad that he did it. Yeah, it was good on Niall. Um, and then we have this story about Liam, where you can meet him for lunch. Um, he posted a picture on Instagram of himself holding up the sign that says, you, me, studio, lunch. Um, and the caption he put was, do you want to chill out with me in the studio and grab a bite to eat? Click the link in my bio to find out how with 
at red hashtag end aids um and this is like a campaign that a lot of celebrities are getting involved in um to like raise money to end aids um and like if you click the link uh, more about the charity it says the life-saving arv pills that prevent hiv positive moms from passing the virus to their unborn babies cost just 30 cents a day in sub-saharan africa when you donate with win a red experience on omaze you're helping to ensure more moms get access to the, that medication you're helping get closer to the goal of an aids-free generation um so this is cool and a little bit more about like what you actually win is it seems like you're gonna go you're they're flying people to california hmm. to have um well let me read this because it's actually cutely written liam is offering you a you and a friend, the chance to join him at a recording session in Malibu, California. Sounds like the perfect day, right? Well, believe it or not, it gets better. Not only are you going to hang out with Liam in the studio, you're also going to join him at Nobu. Is that how you say it? Nobu? Probably. Nobu? I feel like a lot of celebrities I know, there. I always hear about that. <laughs> yeah. One of his favorite restaurants in sunny Malibu, California. The restaurant's on the water, the view is beautiful, and the food is delicious. We're about to pass out just typing about it. Oh, you're also walking away with signed merch. Swoon. Sound like Sugarscape wrote this. Yeah. Um, but this sounds nice that, like, you can win a meal. And what happens is, like, the more you donate, the more, um, like, times your name gets put That's into awesome. the pool. Um, so if you want to go donate for this, it's a really good cause. Yeah. Good job. What's his face? Liam. <laughs> Liam. <laughs> uh, yeah. I wish we could win. <laughs> I, I know, like, great promo for Top Direction. Could you imagine if we got to go? Yeah, wow. So, we could have Liam on the show. Oh imagine. my god. That would be the best. I know, in we just studio, like brought it. real studio. We just bring our microphone <laughs> and my computer to like Nobu and be like, sorry, I know this is a five-star um, restaurant, but we actually have to record our One Direction podcast. Thank you. That would be amazing. Um, okay, so the last news story <laughs> that I put in here, because I'm just missing him, was where in the world is Harry Styles? <laughs> and my only bullet point was I miss him. Just if, I don't know why, but the <laughs> fact that it's all in lowercase is, like, really making me, like, die right now. It, you know how long it took me to get that I lowercase? Because it freaking autocorrects it every I time. I hate and that. Uh, it was so many tries. You had to do it in lowercase. You just like yeah. Need. It needed. I felt. Yeah. It, you know? No, I feel that too. <laughs> I think it really added something. It did. Um, but we've been missing him. <laughs> He's disappeared for too long. Oh, uh, do you see that picture with him in the pink shirt though? Yeah. Like, I mean, thank you, Harry, for at least showing your freaking face for one instant of this earth. Yeah. But man, you I'm drop a bomb like that freaking magazine. And then he just Another goes man, into his hobbit hole. And then you go to hibernation. Like, I what really the do hell think, is that about? I think he's just a gentle soul and he can't <laughs> handle this, like, horrible climate that we're living in right now. Oh. And I feel you, man. If I was rich, I would have a <laughs> hobbit hole to go in. Yep. But come back, Harry. I was... I know the world I, needs you more than ever. <laughs> did I mention on the last show? I don't know if I said it just to you or on the show about, like, thinking if whether... What if he came on X Factor? Yeah, you said that on the show. Like, I that think. would be so amazing. I don't know. Like, could you imagine? I Harry, can't. please. I don't want to think about it. It's too good. Oh, God. Um, it's just like when we everyone thought they were sound checking what a feeling for oh, the AMAs. That was so annoying. And I was like, Carrie, don't get your hopes up. And they were already up 110%. And <laughs> they crashed and God. burned. I cannot wait for them. How? Just imagine how exciting it's going to be when like we start getting news of them like coming back together and like starting <gasps> singing songs live. They have to do what a feeling live. I they know. have to do Olivia live. 
have to. Like, that's a must. Do they it can't at not Abbey do Road. It. Could you oh, imagine? Like, with the so full orchestra. Good. Oh, my God. Why don't they have videos of them recording at Abbey Road? I know they do. I know you have them One Direction. <laughs> ben Winston. Yeah. <laughs> Give us all the footage. God. God dang it. Okay, now for our main discussion. <laughs> now that we just threatened all of One Direction. <laughs> yes. Um, today's main discussion is One Deep Thoughts with Caitlin and Kara. <laughs> and I was very proud of this title. That. Um not that it's, like, anything new. We always stick the one in front of any D words. Um, so, Kara texted me the other day with this existential crisis. Um, and what was this crisis, Kara? I know you're trying to find it. I am trying to find <laughs> on it. On your phone. Yeah, it's... Um, so, Podcast followed us, their Twitter. Um, and they are a um, pop music podcast. Um, and they were doing, or are doing, I think, a One Direction episode. And they had a... Uh, what's it called? A... I, like, my brain is not working. What's it called? A quiz? A Twitter poll? That's what it's called. <laughs> and, um, it was, what is One Direction's best track? And their four, uh, answers are, story of my life, what makes you beautiful, perfect, and other, and then you would, like, comment. Um, and I was, like, having a moment, and I was just, like, kind of having a crisis, because I was, like, I feel like story of my life could be, but then it's, like, Olivia, and, like, I love what a feeling, but, like, I don't know, like, their harmonies, like, they don't, like, you know, I don't know, man. Like, it was really, because I was trying to think, like, what's the difference between favorite and best? Mm -hmm. And, like, there's, like, such a fine line because, like, there's a reason why the songs are your favorite. Um, But then also, like, I can admit that, like, Through the Dark is really, really good and, like, one of the best songs, but it's also not, it's probably not one of my favorites, but it's Mm -hmm. really, really good. And Story of My Life, again, isn't one of my favorites, but it's, like, excellent. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. We're yeah. going to parse this out. We have two questions because we were <laughs> going to do more, but then I realized it got way too one deep and oh, we well. need to just Bring do two because this episode is already going to go over. Oh, by the way, I didn't mention the name. Um, the name of the podcast is Pop Chops um, and I want to go check them out. I haven't had a chance to listen to them, but um, we were talking on Twitter about um, Dua Lipa, so you know they have a good taste. Yeah. Um, and they also had a really cool header, so go yeah. read their header. <laughs> um, Rebecca, mommy's texting. <laughs> Shoot. Um, she wants to know where you are, so oh. you can text her too. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Um, so, let's start thinking about this. Let's put our thinking caps on. I used to love when they said that in school. Really? Like, and you had to, like... Put your thin... I don't know if I loved it, but I just remember <laughs> remembering it. It's like you had to put your little thinking cap on. Um, good times back in elementary school. Um, so what is One Direction's best song? And how is this different from your favorite song? I'm actually going to need my cell phone back. <laughs> okay. I'm Thanks. Um, so let's go to their music because I didn't write it. I didn't I didn't really pre-think this. Okay, me neither. I'm glad that you didn't because I, I was like, oh god, I realized like when <laughs> we started, I was like, I didn't think of this. I'm an idiot. So we're looking for One Direction's best song. Okay. And we know, we sort of know what our favorite songs are. Yeah. We've talked about them a lot. I love Olivia. You love What a Feeling. Girl Almighty. Girl Almighty is great. No Control is great. I love Story of My Life. Um, Don't Forget Where You Belong strong happily like these are sort of our favorite songs um but now we're trying to think of one direction's best song and like how that differs um so looking at 
their music. Are there any songs that pop out to you as One Direction's best songs <laughs> that is different or the same as your favorite? And, like, how is that different? Um... Okay, so the one that, like, I feel, I was, like, I was talking about, I think the ones that, like, I can differentiate most are Story of My Life and um, Through the Dark, mm. which aren't, like, on my top five necessarily, but I know that they're, like, really, like, really well done. Okay, so any songs, Kara, that you are thinking could be a best, are you just, how much was that cut out and how much was it? I don't remember. (laughs) We've had to pause a number of times. Um, So I don't really know where we are. But you were saying Through the Dark and... No, not was it Through the Dark? Mm -hmm. Through the Dark and Story of My Life could seem like they're some of the best songs One Direction is written. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. I was also thinking History's really good. Even though it does have meaning for me. I do like that one a lot. And I think, um, I think, what's it called? Uh, God, I just said the name of the song. <laughs> the one, the Nile one. Oh, um. Don't forget where you belong. Yeah. I think that one's also I feel like really I want to write one. you a song should be up there too. You oh, know what I mean? I feel true. like I always like overlook it, but whenever I hear it, I'm just like, it's just so quaint and sweet and the lyrics are yeah. so perfect. And then I'm like, but Olivia's also Oh one yeah, of Olivia best has songs. to be up there. It's uh, I like, mean, I didn't want to say it no. because it's my favorite. Oh, I mean like that's the like, one where it's like my favorite and it's really good yeah, and it should I, be up there. I really do think it's one of their best songs. I think so too cuz it's so different. Mm-hmm. Um and it like it's just perfect like lyrics, musically, vocally. And mm-hmm. it's like when you get that trifecta, it's like you know. Yeah. What do you think makes a song good? Um, I think the, like, what I just said, like, the trifecta, I think it has to be, like, catchy, um, like, lyrically strong, vocally strong. I think that, like, if you're gonna have a boy band, like, you have to, like, you know, have the harmonies, and Mm -hmm. you have to really make use of all the voices and, like, layer it well. Um, I guess, like, What a Feeling does that, so I guess I'm... I think What a Feeling is one of their best. Yeah, I think so, too. That was the one that ended up highest on that, like, best songs of, like, best pop songs of 2015 list or something. Yeah, I think it's up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, I had similar thoughts. Songwriting, definitely. And songwriting, to me, the things that I look for are, like, imagery. I do really like when there's really pretty imagery. Um, and I think all the songs we've listed have very distinct things that I'm, like, this is yeah, what I always exactly. picture. Yeah, exactly. Like, strong. I'm trying to think, like, you always, like, think of, like, you know, they always talk about, like, the boats and, like, the yeah. water. And, yeah. and, like, there's colors that come to mind, exactly, too. Like, yeah. it produces, like, this warm feeling in yeah. a lot of them. Um, I think when they're relatable, that makes them, like, more, like universally relatable so they have ways for everyone to sort of find meaning um i really like when the lyrics are linguistically pretty Mm -hmm. um they sound cool assonance or alliteration um and when they're catchy obviously that can be good and when they're also personal to the person who wrote it so Mm -hmm. like that's another thing i think i find I know, I mean, it gets hard to differentiate again, favorite and best. I know, right? But I think there has to be, there has to be an overlap because... Yeah. It's not like I'm going to say, like, Illusion is the best song. (laughs) Like, that One Direction (laughs) has done. No, we wouldn't ever say that. No, that would be the least likely thing that we would say. Um, 
but yeah so there's a reason like why we love them so much because mm-hmm. they're good <laughs> like you know what i mean like yeah. happily is up there i think is one of the mm-hmm. best ones and one of my favorites yeah and like uh, the ones that i do tend to care about more are ones that like i mean not all the time but ones that the boys have written themselves and this sort of relates to Little Mix's album, because I was looking at the songwriting credits mm-hmm. for this one compared to their last one. They've only written about three of the songs on this album. Oh, no, really? Which is was shocking, because I know when they've talked about it, they're like, we poured our hearts and soul into this album, and we know they've been big on songwriting. But if you look at the Wikipedia, they really haven't written... What about their, um, and Get Weird? On Get Weird, they wrote more than that. Maybe, like, eight. That's a um, lot, yeah. Which is a lot. But this album, they didn't really write a That's lot, so which is so sad. What do they write on? Um, I think they wrote either Down and Dirty, Shout Out to My Ex, um, and maybe one of the slower ones. I know mm. Jessie wrote on another one because she wrote with um, Jake Rixton on one, is that his name? Um, which is her fiancé. Um, but yeah, so like that always makes it feel, while I can still find meaning in it, it makes me like a tad sad to know yeah. that like the people I care about and the people that like I feel like, not that I know know them, but you feel like you get to know them and you like who they are. To, like, you have a face. Yeah. Like you want it to come from them. Yeah. And so like that's always a bit of a letdown. So like I feel like, uh, at least for my favorite songs, that's something I look for. Um, and then musically, what do you look for? What, what, how about a good song musically? What does that look like? Um, I mean, I think that like, um, I'm more drawn to something that sort of like stands out or like, I don't know. I really like One Direction when they tie in folksy elements to it. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking like happily, um, and, um, I guess what a feeling, not really, but, um, what's the other one that I'm trying to think of that always like kind of goes with happily? Strong? No, it's like through the dark. Mm, that one too. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to think of, but um, but then I'm thinking like they have some great pop tunes. Like best song ever yeah. is a great song. Like she's not afraid. Great song. Yeah. Like like you know I think that like I kind of want to differentiate those like in two separate like genre or like air. Like, I don't know like two separate categories because I can't really, like I don't know I don't really like putting. Um, Olivia, and then, like, She's Not Afraid in the same category, another One Direction, but they just, like, seem like they're totally mm-hmm. different bands, because mm-hmm. they're from totally different eras. And, like, while Best Song Ever is not one of my favorite songs, like, in my very, very favorite, it's still up there. It's, yeah. like, a great song, and that would make it a really good song, maybe yeah. not a favorite, but, like, so good, because it is poppy, and maybe for my favorites, I lean more to the folksy side, um, but, like, having Best Song Ever be, like, an awesome pop song... Um, shows that difference, I think. And, like, I tend to like the more live-feeling sounds of songs rather than sort of, like, the overproduced ones. I think a song is better, like, from more of an objective point of view when it it feels, like, not necessarily live-sounding, but, like, you can still hear the person singing and, like, I like hearing the instruments um, rather than when we got that clip of Liam on Instagram. Cry. It was very, very auto I forgot about that until this moment. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, that, I feel like that makes it an objectively worse song when it really destroys the person's (sighs) voice. Especially if they have a great voice. Yeah. What's the point? Which Liam does have. Oh, my God. They don't know about us. Perfect song. (laughs) (laughs) I would. Perfect song. Like, these are some great pop songs. And I just, like, I don't know. I, like... If I had to choose, like, my top favorite One Direction songs, I kind of want to do, like, two categories, like, mm-hmm. old 1D and new 1D. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like how could you choose? Yeah. Because it just, like, they're just, like, 
I, if I'm trying to think, like, do I, like, Take Me Home better or, like, Made in the AM? Like, um, I love Made in the AM, but then, like, Take Me Home, like, when I listen to it, I get so overly happy, and mm-hmm. it's just, like, that kind of, like, pop happiness that I, I don't know, I really don't want to take for granted because it's just something to be said about just being really just bubblegum, you know, just complete happiness. And I think that plays into a question I was going to ask a bit later about how does your own life play into your favorite songs and, like, making a song good um, or, like, making a song your favorite song that, like, as time passes, songs take on meaning Mm -hmm. and then they might more become your favorite song. Like, if I were to ask you what your ten favorite songs are of your whole life, the likelihood of them coming from, like, the past year Mm -hmm. is lower if you were really going to think of all the songs because when songs, like, have memories associated with them and you listen to them when you were a lot younger. Yeah, nostalgia, the nostalgia big Nostalgia and, like, just you've listened to them so much and you've had different experiences with them. They can become your favorites for certain reasons. And, like, maybe songs now could be sort of those ultimate favors, favorites, but maybe 20 years from now when you feel like there's, like, a deeper meaning they've taken on. Yeah, they have to stand the test of time, I think. Mm-hmm. That's, like, definitely a huge thing. Because I'm trying to think, like... Um, you know, Ready to Run, I really liked it off the bat, but it didn't stand the test of time for me. Like, I don't think about it that often. I wouldn't yeah. go to play, like, play it nowadays, like, as often as I would something mm-hmm. else. Um, so I just think that, like, favorite songs really have to stand the test of time. That's why I feel like there's a lot of great pop songs, um, that One Direction has produced because, um, I'm thinking that there's a lot of pop songs nowadays that I think can come and go and they're just, like, such... I don't know. They're really catchy, but I don't think that they would, like... I'd listen to them five years down the line and, mm-hmm. like, still be invested in them. But also, I love One Direction, so I could be biased. I mean, I am biased, obviously, but you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just feel like there's some really classic... Like, I would. Like, whenever I'm... Whenever I... Am I what? When am I ever going to get tired of that song? Right. And, like, that means that there are really good songs in the time period that they're in, but they might not be timeless songs that make them a favorite, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and I think there is a difference between, like, a timeless song and a really good song for that era. Like, there's songs that work now that might not work in the future, and songs that in the past really worked but, like, haven't carried over. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's people like the Beatles and Queen and The Who, like, that are just, they are timeless. A lot of their songs are timeless. Um, and we still love them, and we can connect with them. But oh my god, my parents friend, connected with them. My friend Ripley didn't know who Freddie Mercury was, and like has never really? listened to Queen. And like, so I made her um, listen, like, watch a video, and like listen to some stuff. Because I was like, Ripley, how are you living your life right now? <laughs> wow, I listened to a lot of Queen when I was I know, little. So like, I those know. are songs that like I might pick as favorites because yeah. they like make me think of like childhood and family and, and like mercury is a god so right <laughs> obviously um so like i feel like also those i mean like your personal experiences and like what you're going through in your own life could make a song your favorite mm-hmm. versus just a good song yeah like obviously there's one direction songs that like we have personal connections to like we talk about um God, what is the Nile song? Don't forget where you belong. Don't forget where you belong. There's we, too many words. <laughs> I know there are. I'm like, ah, because um, I'm also thinking of the other one that has a lot of words in that one. <laughs> that wasn't helpful. <laughs> they don't know about us. Yeah. No. <laughs> Never mind. There's too many words everywhere. Yeah. Um, but like we were freshmen in college then, and that like took on a meaning yes. because we were away Jesus. from home the first time. So like that plays 
that definitely plays into that being one of my favorite songs because it has that sort of personal connection. It's and also a really good song too, though. Yeah I, yeah, I would say it's a good song and it's a yeah. favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> also, we're just like we have really good taste, so everything <laughs> that we like is one of the best songs. But let's think, let's think of a song that maybe isn't a good song that's our favorite. <laughs> Act my age. Yeah, Act my age, right? I would die for that song. <laughs> like that's an amazing, so- like um, amazingly favorite for us. Yeah. But like maybe it's not like a good song. Yeah. When I'm fat and old, like it's odd, it's quirky. But like maybe that does make it a good song. I, don't I can't know. wait to play that at my wedding on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, but like, are there other songs that, of One D that are are good are or are there good songs? We said, like, best song ever might be a really good song, but that doesn't, yeah. like, hit our top five favorite. Yeah. But are there other yeah. songs that are favorites that aren't good? I'm trying to think. Um, because I feel like, hmm. Um, I really wish I made a list of my favorites. <laughs> I'm trying to think of Made in the AM. I don't think there's any that I would be like, oh, this is not good. Yeah. I mean, look, wait, how about four? Because we were saying yeah. we didn't, like, love all the songs on four. Um, Fool's Gold, I feel like, is pretty, like, I think good. it's good, yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't even it's call good that. good and a fave. Yeah. Um. I mean, No Control. I know. I, I'm. It is quite a good, like, it pop is rock, good. though. I know, and it's, like, it's just so catchy, and I feel like there's a lot of people in my life that I've, like, just gotten really into that song who mm-hmm. not necessarily are One Direction fans, but they literally are obsessed with that song. Yeah. So I feel like. It's kind of the duo thing where it's, like, good and a favorite. Yeah. I mean, it definitely is hard to separate yourself. I know, because I'm and just, like... like, is there... Like, do do the fact that songs take on more meaning yeah. and, like, certain songs take on more meaning for a lot of people, not just, like, a couple of people, yeah. mean that they're better songs? I think that could play into it. Like, why did, like, Girl All Mighty become one of a favorite song... It's also because it's a good song because it takes on meaning for so many yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I think that does play into it. The subjective does play into the objective good. Yeah. I think that maybe Little Things is one of th- um, one of them that's, like, not my favorites but also could be classified as good. good. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. I think yeah. it was one of my favorites back in the day. Back in the D-A-Y, yeah. But then, like, it hasn't necessarily stood the test of time. And also, I think it might be, like, the thing where it's, like, kind of oversaturated in, Mm. yeah, where it's just, like, it was overplayed. They did it, like, every award show ever to exist. They still play it in concerts. And, like, I mean, it was cute because, you know, they had the, like, Nile and the crowd had this whole little, like, thing where they would Mm -hmm. sing. But I was just, like, I mean, like, at this point, I'm just, like, they could take little things and give me Olivia or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... I feel like I was going to say something. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Um, but the next question I had is, is given that we're finding it hard to, like, parse apart what is good and what is favorite, mm-hmm. do you think that's going to affect the way we listen to the boys as solo <laughs> artists? Because they are our favorites, so will we be able to say whether something's good or not, given that we have them in such yeah. high regards already? Oh, man, that's so hard. It's, like, the kind of thing where it's, like, it's a double-edged sword because we're gonna, I feel like, be 
we're gonna have like their whole life story and be like they worked so hard to get to this point and like they've like grown so much so we have that already and we're like oh so like this is gonna be good because we love them and we're like oh are we gonna love everything they do but then it's like we expect so much of them especially harry where we have like him almost to like the point where it's kind of unhealthy to like (laughs) put him on like a pedestal we're just like if he does something that we don't necessarily love we're just like how do we function with this right. like we're just gonna be like holding it in our hands yeah. and just like it's gonna be slipping through our fingers like sand and we're just gonna be like please yeah. go back and it's just like oh god i'm like worried and but, I, like i feel like i won't even want to admit it to myself i know like, deep down i know. know that i don't really love the song it's like when like, there's problems in harry potter and you just like <laughs> don't want to talk about them or think about them you're like no there's no problems with harry potter what are you talking harry about harry potter is all good Everything's yeah there's good. never any errors yeah. like yeah it's like that kind of thing where it's like I know, it definitely is double-edged. It's, it's just, like, it's so complex, because you're like, oh, like, I love it. Because, like, I'm trying to think, like, if this town was any other artist, like, would I have liked it as much, or do mm-hmm. I like it because it's, like, Niall's voice? It's, right. like, I know that it's, like, you know, related to his hometown. Like, yeah. I see, like, that this is his first solo out, like, first yeah. song. Like, it just, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God. I feel like for, I, I want to say I will automatically, I think I will really like Niall's. I think yeah. I will. I like this town, so I, I have yeah. hopes. But, like, with Harry, I am scared about, <sighs> like... Infinity. I mean, I know I'll like anything he does. Because, like, like, whatever. Another man he, really another, helped me. Yeah. <laughs> like, feel yes. like, okay, Harry, I trust but you. But we really don't know what solo Harry music I know. sounds like. Yeah, I know. You know, where we could Cause something build great. him up. <laughs> God, no. There's just some, like, really dud, like, big duds that Harry has done, and I'm right. just like... But he's also given us, like, Olivia. Yeah, yeah, um, you're right. And I, Happily, so, like... You're right, you're right. <laughs> I need to never forget Happily, never forget Olivia. Like, it's just, like, the highs are the highs, and the lows are low. Like, you know, it just... Tumultuous relationship yeah. we have with Harry. Yeah, I guess we will see in the coming years how we react to that. <laughs> Man, oh my god. And also the Dunkirk um trailer is supposed to be coming out <gasps> kinda soon, so Oh, I really want him to be like the only person in I know. that entire movie. <laughs> I know. It'll be one of those ones where like he puts on a wig and plays like all the different people. <laughs> oh my god, I know. Oh, that would have been beautiful. I would have loved that. Imagine if that actually was the thing, and, like, all those set pictures are just, like, distraction from, like, the real Harry masterpiece. was so, like, evasive. He didn't want people to know that Harry was just every character. Yes. (laughs) Um, What is my last question? That was pretty much it, I think. Um, Are we going to try to say our favorite 1D songs? I guess, yeah, we can say our favorite 1D songs. Oh, God, okay. I had what is your favorite 3 to 5 1D songs, Yeah. are they best and why? This is hard, though, because I'm, like, okay, I'm immediately (laughs) thinking, what a feeling, Girl Mm -hmm. Almighty. But, like, I want to say Olivia, but then, like, I want to write you a song. Mm, I I have a list somewhere on my top that I did that that like yeah oh crap I forgot about that yeah that little like quiz thing that you talked about that one time I have no idea where I put it though that's good I like definitely did that one time and then just like sent it off into the abyss so I don't know where the (laughs) heck that went um but then also like what about all the like pop songs maybe we should do this another time where we're like it is we we should do the entire list yeah you're right well I I'll find mine somewhere maybe I put on a um excel sheet i don't know and then like go through them and see if there were like surprises or what we thought yeah you're right um, but, like, it's too hard yeah I, I feel like people know sort of generally what yeah, we stick right. up there 
Um, but it is hard to go because we we're also when we say our favorites, we're usually talking about like Made in the AM for yeah. Because I was just thinking Midnight memories like all of my favorites were like basically from Made in the AM with one like Girl right. Mighty the exception. Oh, happily, duh, Kara, what are you doing? <laughs> but like, there's also songs from like the first two albums yeah. that might be our favorites that we just don't mention as often because they're not yeah. as like apparent in our lives right mm-hmm. now. Um, but the next question that we have <laughs> is why is Harry so liked? Um, and this one might seem like an easy answer, but let me tell you, it is not. I went really deep into this. Um, and I want to sort of figure this out. And we've talked about, like, Harry being sort of universally liked by everyone a lot. Um, and, like, oh, he's really polite, he's silly, like, there's, um, things about him. But, like, when people talk about Harry, they talk about him as this, like, almost like this angelic sparkly booted like mermaid um like magical dimpled creature that even like when Gemma wrote about him in the another man magazine she sort of hit that nail on the head um like how people see him uh and like I wanted to sort of like figure out why that image was created Hmm. and like how far it is from the actual Harry Styles and, like, why that happened and what it means. Um, and I sort of first wanted to talk about, like, the cronk- concrete. <laughs> the Pull the cron- lever, cronk. They are getting away. I always remember that line. <laughs> well, that's an underappreciated movie, I'd say. Really? Um, wait, what? what is it called? The Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. I hate it when people, like, mention things oh, but yeah. don't say the names. God. Emperor's New Groove. If you haven't seen it. The that's- Indie Movie. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, but I've written some sort of concrete things that we know about Harry. Like, the real Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Please stand up. Um, but what, what are the ones, what are the things, Kara, that we know about him that makes him just, like... First of all, just well-liked in general before we get into, like, the deepness of it. Why don't you read your list? I feel like that's, like, <laughs> okay. the best. And- so, he's polite. Yep. We've seen video of him literally going around and shaking everyone's hand. On crew and on crew. sets and stuff, yeah. Yep. He's always silly. Yeah. Which is, you know, people love people who are comedic. Like, that's always a fun thing. When mm-hmm. People like to laugh. He's silly on stage. He's goofy. He's not afraid to be really weird. Um, he's really good and kind to fans. Mm -hmm. We've seen videos of him, like, hugging fans. There's this thing about, like, he doesn't let go first when he gives (laughs) fans hugs. Like, um, he's always, he's always sending us all the love, all these things. Um, he loves his family. He seems quite close to his sister. Um, not only from, like, uh, like, pictures on Instagram we've seen or, like, things he's mentioned in shows, but also, like, from what his family says about him and, like, the things that Gemma wrote about him in that article and it's obvious, like, his mother really cares about him. <laughs> I mean, mother's love. Um, but, like, it feels like he's close to his family. And that's something that I think people can relate to. So we feel like we know that about him a bit. Um, he's liberal, generally. Um, I mean, we don't know all of his political views. But it seems like, you know, he had the rainbow flag. He wore the Michael Sam jersey. He tweeted against the Westboro Baptist Church. Right. Um, He seems to be friends with a diverse group of people. um, And 
and he's the love is love speech. Like, there's a lot of things that make him yeah. seem quite liberal. Um, but also, he's very private about mm-hmm. things. I'd say he's, like, now the private, most private out of the five original 1D How members. How wild is it that he, like, I feel like this, if <clears throat> anyone was gonna, what am I trying to say? Like, if I was gonna guess anyone would have gone into hiding for months at a time, it would have been Zane. Yeah. And Zane did. Yeah. Somewhat. But when he, once he started going solo, he started being more open to... Yeah. Um, but Harry's been very private about things. Um, so it's hard to... It's hard to say what is actually him and what is what we've sort of held him up to be. Yeah. Um, and we, like, don't know that difference necessarily. Um, <clears throat> and, like... I, I was saying that these sort of general concrete things might explain why, like, a lot of people like him, people who meet him think he's a good guy, but I think it's different. The fandom, how the fandom looks at him is a very different way than, like, the general old Joe who meets him and thinks Harry's, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's, like, an upstanding guy. Like, you know, you get yeah. quotes from the people he works with. It's different, like... From people who actually meet him to the yeah. fandom who holds them to this, like, sparkly-booted goddess, yeah. like, of a yes. level. <laughs> um, and so I think that disconnect is something that we can explore more from a scholarly point of view. I love it. <laughs> um, I want to write my thesis on Harry Styles. Honestly, that... We could would, at this we point. We could. I, I was... What was I? I was taking that... Um, some sugar escape quiz about like how obsessed are you with Harry and obviously I knew I was gonna be like, the most obsessed but it was like could you teach like a class a course on Harry and it was like oh, I, girl, could I could a teach a whole university. semester or whatever and I was like yes yeah like we I mean we're spending this in like this one question about why he is liked and like getting very deep about it mm-hmm. so um But I was sort of thinking that, like, in the fandom, Mm -hmm. looking more just from a fandom side of view, not just, like, a general public view, people might like one member, might not like another member of the band. Um, You might feel neutral to one. Um, Everyone has their, like, rankings. But usually on, like, the Twitter polls that people ask, who's your favorite member, Harry gets about 50% of the vote. He's always um, the number one. Always the number one. Then comes Niall, then Louis, then Liam. Oh, Liam. <laughs> Le- Limo. Um, but, and and also people who maybe don't hold Harry as their favorite still tend to really like him. I don't think he's one where someone's like, eh, he's just kind of bleh. Like, I feel like... Ew, I saw one person I follow on (laughs) Tumblr said that, and I was like, okay, unfollow. Like, I just, like, clearly I can't, like, understand your taste. And I was like, I mean, I'm all for, like, you know, a diverse um, thoughts and opinions and stuff, but I'm just like, if you can't, like, appreciate Harry, like, I'm just like, what? That being said, if you think Harry's kind of meh, please write in so we can get your opinion. That's true. It would be, and, and, like, why? I would be really interested. And I'm not going to attack you, because I really do, like, learn about people's opinions. But, Yeah. Um, so, even, and, like, also, and, and those sort of general concrete things we said sort of go with all the boys. Like, they're generally polite, nice to fans, um, close with their families, like, all these other things that make them seem, like, relatable and nice and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, like, Niall is clearly outwardly liberal. He was the one who talked about the election and stuff. Maybe not so much Louis and Liam. Um, but, like why I feel like Harry's sort of this sort of magical being, whereas 
Niall is very much like a down to earth guy. You exactly. Know. I think that's like kind of like where the difference is. It's like Niall's like kind of the person you would meet like say on a street but like at a pub <laughs> or something and you just like get along and hit it off and it seems mm-hmm. like he's like the kind of it's just like very down to earth like we've been saying but mm-hmm. like harry's like on another level where the kind of thing like you don't feel like you're ever going to meet someone like him mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of like where it's it's special and like why a lot of people like hold him to high standard and like why they like him so much because it's like we're never going to meet someone like harry styles there's only one harry styles and mm-hmm. it's like obviously no one's going to be exactly nile but it's sort of like the kind of like archetype you would kind of you know and are familiar with Mm -hmm. yeah I really liked how you said that and I want to I want to sort of understand how we expand him yeah from these concrete things to sort of like fill in all those other holes of what he is to us and like he becomes this like magical creature or whatever um oh my god he should be in fantastic (laughs) beasts oh my god he would be a great newt (laughs) oh I was gonna say as a fantastic beast oh yeah yeah Oh, I oh, know. That would be so. Imagine good. Newt trying to do the like the <laughs> mating dance to get Harry. <laughs> That'd be beautiful. Um, but I think for me, the part of the like the way he expands from the concrete, and just like any celebrity expands from like the concrete things that we see to like the person we imagine him them to be, and not just with celebrities. I feel like this works with like people you're gonna become friends with or people mm-hmm. you have crushes on, mm-hmm. where like you maybe like know one or two <laughs> things about them and you like create this entire image of who they are. Yeah. Um, it's because like you start picturing in them in different situations and like what would they be like? What would their opinions be on this? Like how would they handle this situation? Um, and then like they become this like really full fleshed out human, flushed out, fleshed out, still don't know. Um, what, what do you think? Like, are, th- what do you think like fills those gaps? Or like, why, what, I don't know what I'm saying. Why? I mean, it's definitely like, I was like trying to think of that and it's, I think it's definitely more, um, a, uh, reflection of like you and like what you want a person to be. I mean, like, yeah. obviously, you know what I mean? It's like, you're putting your, like, even though you're thinking like, oh, that's like how that person is going to be, it's like a reflection of you. It's like kind of like how you would be or how you want yourself to be. And mm-hmm. like you can only really think like inside your own bubble and like what your own experiences are and like what your own opinions and I don't know, uh, like what you've seen. So I think that what you're projecting on someone else is like either who you are or like what you like ideally would want to be and I think that Mm -hmm. like in a lot of ways like I project onto Harry like who I'd want to be like in certain aspects I think that is so much of it of what it is yeah um I I really agree and in that way it's weird to think because then are there a million different Harry Styles there is yeah definitely definitely and like even us where we have very similar things like we think of him in different contexts and we think of him differently and what we sort of project onto him although there are strong ties and I think the strong ties do connect the fandom to like while we each might have our own sort of image because it's like sort of him mirroring us yeah there is still a collective thread yeah um, from the concrete and also just like the fandom sort of like um mythology almost mm -hmm. oh that's so cool um and I I was thinking like Harry like you said, this reflection, like what, what, why does he represent something that's unattainable to us or like what we want or what we want to see either in ourselves or in other people or in society even as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was looking at like who makes up our fandom, yeah, which is a, a lot of young girls or young women. I think a lot of queer people. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously there's people that span the ages, but also in fandoms like 
weirdness a lot of times is accepted and like you can be different and odd and like be obsessed with something and so I because of this sort of grouping of people um I think that does play into our opinion of Harry mm-hmm. and I think a lot of it has to do with Harry sort of represents I'm going to argue he represents sort of this unattainable equality that we might not see in our own lives yeah um but he but that's sort of like the unreachable thing that either we want from ourselves or people or society, society yeah. and he sort of becomes that represented representation in like mm-hmm. human form of this desired equal world that's so true yeah um good thesis <laughs> <laughs> thank you so we're gonna break that down but i also wanted to hear your thoughts on sort of like what what i said about like the fandom and like how that changes how we view harry yeah i mean i definitely think that he's sort of like an ideal figurehead for like just kind of like everything we'd like to see society move towards and i know that we're projecting a lot of things on him because you know he isn't very outspoken with political things and um so a lot of it can be projection but like also his actions kind of speak um for themselves in a lot of ways and like you know the way he dresses and the way he um just acts like what i was saying um and i was getting off topic um yeah i i don't know where my train of thought is going so is there a certain makeup of the fandom that you think makes the fact that he is maybe representing like equality and things that we want apparent i mean definitely like what you were saying like women and like lgbtq um community like together it's just like Mm -hmm. i mean i think that harry's like sort of um um i don't want to say stands i don't know i don't know where i'm trying to go with this but I think that he is a good, like, representation of, like, a lot of things that we want to see in, like, the way that, um, I don't know, he's, like, kind of the ideal, like, not, I don't want to say ideal, but, like, basically, like, ideal, like, male. Mm-hmm. You know, in society, like, we, that's, like, the kind of thing we'd want to see. Because, yeah. um, <laughs> I don't want to get into, like, uh, hateful territory, but there's a lot of, like, flaws in masculinity. Yeah. And, like, um, hyper-masculinity and, like, um, you know, uh, queer people and women are, um, hurt by that in a lot of ways. And I think that, like, we see Harry as sort of, like, a solution or, like, a counteracting to, um, hyper-masculinity and, like, the dangerous aspects of it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're gonna break that down because I think that's, I think you're really getting at what, what makes him this magical creature almost (laughs) which is so weird to think about to like really be like why do i like obsess over this person Mm -hmm. so much um so i wanted to start off with like his ability to defy gender roles and um like the concrete things we've seen are sort of like with clothing he's worn women's jeans before nail polish nail polish which has been an awesome addition to his i forgot about that until i saw the things from another man like the his party i was like wow did you go through the magazine the physical copy i haven't no i haven't had time it needs to be like a sit down like yeah i really needed like a few hours for that and i haven't had the time so yeah um floral suits like florals not something that guys masculine is supposed to be um sparkly boots like all these sort of like yeah pink um and then like behavior he doesn't care about skipping and twirling and like dancing weirdly on stage Mm -hmm. which you wouldn't think like masculinity is those things i just stomp around and punch walls (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like these are more like concrete things we've seen 
Um, and like sort of expanding, like filling those holes again to like this greater idea of like uh, defying gender roles and like, cause he does have those things where he does define gender roles, but we sort of picture him as this like rejection of gender roles in society and yeah. like what that represents. He like takes on this bigger picture. Um, and I don't know if it's like, it could, in, in so many ways, it could be like someone wishes they could do that and they could get rid of the gender roles or wishes they weren't as confined to the gender roles. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe like feels cool in the gender role, like feels okay with their gender role, but also recognizes that like sort of makes them question why society is yeah. like this and why they do certain things. Like, yeah, I like wearing nail polish sometimes, but like I also know that like, I like wearing that my opinion has been a bit clouded based on like what I'm supposed to do. Like also I like makeup, how it's yeah, like, I like doing yeah. my makeup, but it's also like, do you f like, um, makes you think like, do you feel like you need it to go out in the world? You right. know, like, cause we've been conditioned to feel like mm -hmm. we need makeup. So, yeah. So it's like, like Harry could be like a, a lot of answers to a lot of these different yeah. things. Um, Oh, and like when he braided his hair, remember that? Oh, that was so good. And he had, like, half-braided. I know. And, like, I miss it. I wish he had space buns. I don't know why he, they never uh, did that. Harry Y. Come back and so grow good. his hair and do it more. Yeah. God, it was so good. Um, what else do I have written? I said he becomes, like, the ideal. He is, like, his person is the idea of nonconformity, I guess. Like, he becomes the, almost the embodiment, embodiment of a society without gender roles, even though, like, He's just a dude who like yeah. wore nail polish. Yeah, but, I like, think that it's it's like very, um, it's like the you're breaking boundaries while still being allowed to be in mainstream because mm -hmm. you know he's still in like in One Direction he still had to like uh, confine and conform to mainstream things but like he was doing all this stuff while being mainstream which I think is kind of revolutionary because um, I don't know I think that a lot of times like. Uh, especially in boy bands, like, you're supposed to be, like, this one very, uh, you know, s s mm, like, straight-laced, heteronormative um, ideal. Um, so I think that, like, maybe we will see, like, in the future, like, maybe he'll even push the boundaries even more. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to say, like, he's, like, the most revolutionary, like, gender bender ever, but I'm just saying and that, He like, almost takes on that idea. Yeah, exactly. I think that we we're, like, kind of, like... far. Yeah, exactly. We're just like, oh, wow, all these amazing things, like, which they are amazing, but I also don't want to say that it's, like, the, like, pinnacle. Right. And because he is so famous, that adds to it. Like, there yeah. might be other people pushing the boundaries way farther, but maybe not as known, not in this, like, world-famous boy band. Oh, David Bowie. Yeah, I mean, there's people in the past, for sure, but I guess for this era. Yeah, exactly, in, like, the boy band, like, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was thinking also, like, not just, he, it's not just, like, he becomes this rejection of gender roles, but also sort of heteronormativity yeah. on a whole, mm -hmm. and, like, it makes you feel like you don't have to, if you're a woman, have to have a certain job, you can do whatever you want, you don't have to, like, get married or want children or, like have certain roles in relationships. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be submissive in a relationship just because of your gender. You don't have to be, like, the dominant one just because of your gender or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Um, it, like, just, like, him wearing nail polish and wearing women's clothing and doing, like, skipping and twirling, those sort of concrete things expands to, like, heteronormativity yeah. Yeah, on a whole, definitely. which makes him, like, even more like, because we're like, oh, my God, he's this, like, yeah. representation of what we want this and what we seek in icon. life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, like... Maybe that's not, like, really what's going through yeah. his head. Yeah. But that's 
what we project him to be. Yes. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Um, I wanted to move on to LGBTQ plus stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like I mentioned earlier, we had Rainbow Flag, Michael Sam Jersey, who wore tweeting about gay marriage and the Orlando shooting, the love is love speech, of course. Um, and I guess to me, um, it seems like this says to people that they don't have to, um, and maybe if they don't have people around them who accept them or think about the same ways that they do, they have this other person Mm -hmm. who does. And, um, while we only know Harry's sort of views on a couple of these things or like, there's these like small moments that, I mean, not, not just small moments. I mean, a lot of them were big moments running around with the rainbow flag and every concert was huge. Um, that ain't subtle. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, they take on sort of, like, this very socially liberal political view, and you match him up with all your other, yeah. like, socially liberal political views. Yeah. And so he becomes, like, full-fledged, like, uh, entirely social, radical, like, political <laughs> feminist person. Um, and, and also we, he was, like, he didn't he go to, like, the parliament or something? like Something like that. You know? <laughs> so, but, like, we... Um, again we like place this idea on him and like sort of like in a um comforting way he becomes someone if we don't have those people in our life or we're looking just at society and going like wow this really sucks we're like oh he's there he believes the same things i do he would support me or like he understands what i'm thinking maybe my family doesn't agree with me Mm -hmm. but like i can find like comfort and solace like in the fact that harry styles believes what i believe yeah um i agree did you have thoughts on this? Um, no. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> okay. Moving on to partnership and relationships. Um, and more importantly, our relationship with society on a whole. Um, I wrote a lot of these, like, in sentence form. So, like, I'm, I'm pausing a lot before I say, because I'm trying to, like, read what mm-hmm. I wrote. Um, but I think people feel, I'm just going to read it, people for, feel more equal because Harry defies the gender roles and the gender norms. So... I think with people, some people look at Harry as like, oh, I would want to be with him. Some people look at him like, oh, he's a really cool dude. Whether you're looking at Harry as like, I would like that in a relationship. I would like that equality in a relationship. Or that is like, I mean, a romantic relationship or a relationship like with other men in my life or a relationship with like sort of the patriarchy (laughs) and like, like, the men on a whole, I guess. Um, I don't think it really matters. I think you can still, um, it's sort of a, it can be a similar relationship. The, the, the dynamics between, um, uh, people in romantic relationships and people, even if it's just like a woman and her boss or like, uh, a teacher and, uh, a woman student, Like, those relationships, there are some core things that might be the same in each of them, depending, doesn't matter what the relationship, like, looks like, but because there's, like, these um, patriarchal structures in society, things are going to be similar. So, if you look at Harry as, like, the other man in whatever situation it is, he becomes the ideal what a man should look like, like you were saying. And that sounds terrible to say, and that's not how we mean it. We'd, I don't I don't like saying like oh this is what a man should look yeah. like and I know like 
Little Mix's song general, that yeah. talks about like what a man should be is, is kind of gross <laughs> and the worst. But I don't think it's saying like a, to be a good man you have to be like Harry Styles. I think I to be a good person. Yeah, I think yeah to be a good person and like for us. I guess we're looking f- because I think because it because what he represents is equality and like openness and like weirdness and being yourself. I think that's more so what we're saying. Not like to be a good to be a good person, you have to be exactly like Harry Styles. I don't think that. I what think we're that saying. like because he's a man and because he's defying these gender norms, it, we um, so like okay, so in society, men um, have the upper hand I guess I don't know how to explain it because I'm trying to explain like what patriarchy is in like do you know how to like explain it in sort of like um non um because it's just basically the fact that like men have had dominating roles in society and they like um there's a lot of uh you know structures that play into that um but in general um men are seen as superior in a lot of ways um yeah so I'm we're we're trying to say that like um Harry I feel like comes across as someone who doesn't think he's superior to people. Yeah. And I think that that's like a big thing that I think um you know like hypermasculinity and masculinity in general is often seen as like violent, assertive, aggressive, um uh you know asserting your superiority is basically what it is hypermasculinity doing. Um and I think that like the reason we a lot of the reasons that we like Harry is because he doesn't fall back on that and think mm-hmm. that like because I'm a man I'm better than women or other people. Mm-hmm. Um so I think that's another thing. Yeah, I really agree with that. It almost seems like you can picture yourself in a very equal relationship in whatever dynamic that is. Like you are on the same playing field and like that might not be something people see in their lives in general like with the people around them mm-hmm. with the men around them yeah um and it's like i don't know if it's like a hopeful thing or like just uh i really wish this was the way things were um i think it's hard to say but it's like if you it, it feels like if you were in any type of relationship with harry be that like a boss relationship or a romantic relationship or even like a sibling relationship whatever it is it feels like it would be coming from a place for you to like both of you are very equal yeah um, which again we've talked about this with fan fiction and i think like the the interesting thing about reading about um like queer relationships and fan fiction it almost seems like the people in the relationship are coming from a point of equality because if if it's a gay relationship then they're the same not necessarily if it's two men in the relationship then then you have two people of the same gender and there's no power dynamic that's already set in based on like patriarchal things do you know what i'm saying yeah exactly because in society if it's a man and a woman like it's automatically assumed like if um you know my friends have told me like when they go on dates like uh if it's a woman and a man like always the waiter will go to the man to order first or to like even order for the woman and give them the bill and like doesn't even like acknowledge that like those are like those kind of like subtle things that like society is trained that the men is you know the person who pays the person who like decides things Mm -hmm. but like what in like um like two male relationships i think that it's like more equal and like in fan fiction like that's i think a lot of the like draw to it is like that it's like an equal playing field like it's you know waiter couldn't like look towards someone you know like or the other person it would have to be like 
just an equal thing. Right. And I think that's what Harry becomes, despite his gender. It becomes yeah. an equal playing field. Um, I hope we're making sense. Yeah. I feel like we kind I, of are. <laughs> I hope we this are. Is like, it's like a big idea that we're trying to, like, yeah. fit. Yeah. Um, I had some other things. I said, we make him out to, to be this answer to inequality in mm. relationships, almost. Um, and, like... And, and in that way, sort of the inequality of the genders in general. Um, and he, it, it seems sort of something unattainable in our lives. So we like seek it elsewhere yeah. and like can fantasize like that could be what life looks like um, in whatever way. And he, he, I guess he represents this imagined, imagined feminist ideal of gender equality. And I said, and... Thus, an unavailable expression that many women and queer people cannot find in the people around them or in society. Yeah, I definitely think society is, like, the big one where it's, like, yeah. if Harry Styles can do it, why can't everyone else, like, just yeah. be like that? Or, like, similarly, like, have those kind of just, why can't everyone just be equal? And, like, see other people as, like, equal, not superior, mm-hmm. or, like, whatever the, what's the other, superior oh, and inferior. Oh, yeah. That's the other word, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but the question is, how far away is this? How far away is yeah. this, like, idealized representation yeah. of, like, equality from Harry Styles, you Yeah, know? I, I think that, like, a lot of the things that I have to, like, keep in check with myself in terms of Harry is, like, he isn't outspoken in political things, which is, like, kind of frustrating to me, um, but I, like, can't, I can't be, like, Harry, like, why aren't you doing this? Because, like, he doesn't owe me things. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's, like, when you have that position of power because you have Privilege. a, yeah, and a huge fan base, I'm just, like, like, how could you not want to do mm-hmm. that? Because, like, there, that's the kind of thing where you would make a change. Like, there yeah. would be things. And I know he has done this with, like, dolphins and, like, um, other, <laughs> <Dolphins>. like, <laughs> like, you know, like, the Dol- Dolphin Foundation. Yeah. And I think that, like, he tweeted about, like, blackfish and stuff like that but i like would love to see him like either like go forward with that more and maybe like do some like climate change stuff um and like um you know fight that um you know like leonardo dicaprio is doing um i so like in that way i'm just like i can't like call him like a feminist icon because like Mm -hmm. i don't know a lot of it is like a lot of that really really is dependent on political um outspokenness and i Mm -hmm. think that like i can't separate that from um you know, no matter how much he, like, is an incredible person and is ba- breaking boundaries and, like, you know, his, um, his, like, personality and, like, his actions and his clothing, I think that, like, I don't know. Um, I mean, he doesn't have to be a figurehead, but I, I, in my heart of hearts, like, he, I don't know. It, I just always look for my celebrities to, um, my favorite celebrities to, like, kind of be outspoken and, like, mm-hmm. fight for change and, like, fight for the change that they're enacting in their own lives, I guess. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I really agree with you. I also think that, um, like, with the things that we see Harry doing, we assume that he all of his other views line up with everything that yeah. we know. And perhaps they would if he was educated on them, but I don't, I don't know what his understanding is of a lot of the things I've learned in university or, like, I've learned by, like, going online and, like, looking things up about, like, intersectionality and, like, all these other things that, you you know, you can be like, I support gay marriage, but, like, do you understand that, like, gay marriage might not have been the solution and actually, like... It's not at all, you it know what was, I mean? like, it actually hurt things moving forward in the queer community. And also like, the fact that, like, people think that, like, oh, like, you know, queer people can get married now. Everything's fine. So, like, that almost... It's, like, also, like, how yeah. people are, like, oh, this, like... 
you know, uh, civil rights movement is, like, in the past, like, there's no yeah. slavery, so, like, we're in a post-racial society, like, clearly not, but, like... Right. So, like, I, like there's things that yeah. I've learned in, like, t- studying things in, like, I'm taking a queer class this semester, and I'm learning a lot of things about it in queer studies class, um, like, that... I just, I sort of add that to my idea of Harry. Yeah. Like, as I learn new things, I'm assuming that, like, his person is also, God. like, down with all these things. I but, would like, love to, like... <laughs> we don't know what he knows and, like, what he thinks about these yeah, things. We I just wish put it on him. that, like, um, we were really close on stage with him and we could throw him, like, Audre Lorde and, like, <laughs> Bell Hooks and, like, Adrian Rich, like, on stage and, like, all these, like, feminist scholars <laughs> and just... <laughs> You know, like, I feel like people, like, threw him books, but, like, let me, like, throw some <laughs> feminist scholars that I want him to read, yeah. and that I feel like everyone should read. Yeah. So, like, that is something to keep in mind. Yeah. But my next question is, does it matter so yeah. much that there is this distance if he can be this good feeling yeah. for us? And also, like, a way for people to sort of check the people around them, being like, even though he might not be a real person as we imagine him to Mm -hmm. be, why can't we still have those expectations of what real people should look like? Why can't we expect to find that equality, whether or not he really represents it? Why can't we expect that in our own lives? Why can't we demand to be equal and, like, to find these things, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that, like... I love Harry Styles. (laughs) My professional opinion is that I love Harry Styles. Um, And I think that, like, I love what he represents. Um, I love the conversations that, like, this imaginary Harry Styles almost, like, um, brings into play. And I love what he does um, breaking, uh, you know, gender norms in the mainstream. I think that is really incredible, especially that he came from a boy band, which is probably the most, like, uh, heteronormative um, kind of system you could be in. Not the most, but, like, very heteronormative because it's targeted towards, like, young girls. Um, and, um, I mean, I think that, like, I'd love to see him, like, grow and develop and maybe become more politically active, but then that's also me forcing my agenda on him. But mm-hmm. also, I think that, like, what he's doing now is already, like, breaking the mold. And mm-hmm. I think that, like... Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that, like, the things that we imagine and put on him and the things that the fandom does, I think, isn't bad because it's creating more conversation mm-hmm. and just creating um, a more, like, filled-in picture of, like, what we want society to be and, like, what our ideal society would be and um, how, like, how that could look like. Yeah. I wanted to read my last sort of comments here. I said... Our own interpretation of him can still make us happy, can still make us feel that there are people who understand us and care about us, um, can make us feel like equality is possible, and there are people that reject our heteronormative society, um, and that he allows us to dream of a future and even a presence, yeah, a presence where we can be who we want and people will accept us. Um, And I think that goes along with what you said. Like, it can bring the fandom together. It can create discussion. Um whatever it is I don't think it necessarily matters that we know who he is because he he is who we created created yeah. and it's like we said in the beginning there's a million Harry Styles in each of us you know and wow what a beautiful <laughs> thought and just like yeah I don't know do you have closing thoughts on this yeah it kind of makes me think of like um how you know everyone always says like once an artist puts their art into the world it like 
kind of stops being their own. And I'm not saying that Harry, like, loses <laughs> his, his, his autonomy. autonomy but, like, I'm, I'm thinking... And also, like, um, you know, literature and stuff. But I think that, like he, you know, put himself into the world. Um, <laughs> that makes it seem like he just, like, came up from the ocean and just he birthed himself. <laughs> um, from, like, an ocean, like, from a seashell, like, Venus. Um, but, oh my god, has anyone done that? I'm sure they have, like, drawn, like, the birth of Venus, where Harry's in, like, the clamshell and just, like, know. with the hair. I'm sure someone has done that. I'll have to look for it. Um, but I think that, like, um, he has definitely changed, like, our lives in, like, mm-hmm. a multitude of ways, in, like, palpable ways, and, like, brought all these different conversations up, and um, I think that that's really invaluable. Yeah. He's, like, this gateway for yeah. conversation and learning Exactly, and, and that's so great. And it is sparked from those concrete things we mentioned. Like, we have to remember, like, it is sparked from yeah, the things he's yeah, exactly. done. It's because he's done this that we're even talking about this. Yeah. Because he made those choices that he actually made that we can look and be like, he did this. Like, I know this yeah. one actual thing is a truth. Like, this is a real thing. Yeah. And we get to talk about this on a One Direction podcast. I feel like that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. you know, that we get to talk about, like, feminism in this, like, very interesting way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved this discussion. I know. This is very interesting. These one deep thoughts, man. Yeah. I have a lot of them. Um, I, I also thought of another one to do um, in the future was like, what would Made in the AM look like if Zane was still there? Oh, that's a good one. I think that would be interesting to do, but we don't have time today, but send us any of your other questions that you want us to do on another segment. Or your thoughts on this one, because one I would, would love to see <laughs> yeah. people's thoughts. And, like, do you hold Harry to the same idea? Or, like, why do you think Harry is so well-liked if it's not this yeah. equality? Because we sort of thought about it in this equality thing. And also, it's, like, mother- that's our our filter that we put on right. everything, too. So, it's, yeah. like, other people might have different filters they put on Harry. Right. It sepia? Might- uh, black and white? We don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I'm also thinking about, like, the whole, like, the weirdness that we didn't yeah. really discuss necessarily. It could be a whole quirky nother conversation. And being quirky yeah. and being yourself and being out there. Yeah. I mean, it definitely relates to what we said, definitely. but like we didn't as much go into it. So if you guys have thoughts on this or on the, um, the 1D best song versus favorite song, I would like to know because it's too hard to answer. I know. Questions. I'm still, I really can't think of one. And I, <laughs> I don't know. I was going to like write in and say like, Olivia and what a feeling. Cause those are like, each of our favorites but mm-hmm. like i'm just like are they, i don't know man yeah who knows yeah um but let us know yeah um on to recommendations i had a couple well the first one was try the hazelnut latte at starbucks <laughs> if you go because i was hesitant um wait was it hazelnut or chestnut it might have been chestnut because i don't like chestnuts oh in New York. yeah that makes sense and it yeah. scared me a bit but it actually tasted like the s'mores frappuccino that they have i think they're using the, like the what? same spices but they're like using a different name that is weird um but because the s'mores one's in the summer that they put it but this one's like a winter one so hmm. it was really good um also go back and watch wendy's performance of history on x factor is Kara. this a, i know i was gonna say <laughs> is this a subtweet to me it is so it wasn't even a subtweet um i am recommending a um i talked about this artist like a while ago um his name's borns um he is a singer and his album dopamine is really really good it just like kind of makes you feel like you're floating in like water i don't know it's beautiful he did a cover of zane's um what's that song that was it's you it's Mm. you um and that is a very floaty water song yeah um but like definitely go i think you would even like it and i'm like i kind of always like i don't know what caitlin likes musically (laughs) i just like never know kind of all over but i think that you would really like it um uh i don't know who to i think that like 
I think I've described him before as like sort of like the male counterpart ca- counterpart to Lord almost. Mm. Um, sort of different though, sort of more floaty um, and and ethereal, I think. But yeah, dopamine is so good. All the songs are just oh, really really it's great. Dope. It is. Wait, is that why dope is dope? Maybe because it affects your yeah. dopamine levels. Yeah, probably that would make sense. Yeah, we just cracked the system. Um, and Tweet of the Week, my Tweet of the Week comes from our listener, Fishy, who said, the video of Niall shaking Zane's hand has me shook harder than the handshake. <laughs> I really appreciated that, that Fishy. Thank you. Do you have a Tweet of the Week? Um, no. Can I just, uh, co-sign Fishy's tweet? Yes. This is good. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, any general feedback or suggestions? We talked a lot about the AMAs earlier. Niall's little um, video lyric song thing um, and all of that good stuff that we talked about in the main discussion. Thank you so much for listening to episode 76 of Talk Direction. You can go follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Visit our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com or our Instagram, which is just talkdirection. And you can follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? I'm Kara underscore pond and Kara is with a C. And you can also go to www.audibletrial.com slash talk direction for your first free audiobook. And as a reminder to everyone, because this episode is coming out on Thursday, is it? No, it's Friday, right? Oh, Friday. Well, we might be moving our date around. We don't know. That's going to be coming up again because the end of the semester is coming up. So yeah. this episode, uh, we're, we're sorry just... about this semester, but the date's been moving oh, all over God, the place. I know. It's been a mess. Um, but happy Thanksgiving for those who are having it. Um, and also wish Kara a happy birthday. I was going to say Hera. Kara <laughs> a happy birthday on Friday because she's turning 22. Ah. Um, and make her have more existential crises. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you can also go to iTunes and rate and review us there and subscribe. Um, we're also on SoundCloud as well. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time for episode 77. Bye. Bye.